Hello, Monetization Nation. Jason McDonald has an undergraduate degree from Harvard, a master's degree and PhD from Berkeley, and he teaches at Stanford. He also has many best-selling books on digital marketing topics available on Amazon. In today's episode, we're going to discuss why we should create digital products and publish a book on Amazon. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business, causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan William, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Jason. Well, thank you for having me. So could we start off by having you share with us something that you are super passionate about? Uh, I am super passionate in uh, what I would call the unity of technical knowledge with big concepts. So the reason I like, for instance, SEO, take a simple example, search engine optimization. So it has a big concept, get to the top of Google, right? You know, you want somebody to find your company when you get to the top of Google. And then there's all of these little, very esoteric, very detail-oriented uh, technical things that you need to understand how to do to make that happen. And I've always been a person who I don't like just pie in the sky, sort of empty platitudes, which you see a lot in like the marketing books available on the internet. And I also don't like to just be like, you know, blobity blob for dummies. That's just all lost in the weeds. So I like this kind of sweet spot of technical knowledge united with uh, some concept that you're trying to achieve. I, cooking is another example of this, right? to cook something well, to make a good brisket. I'm here in Oklahoma these days. To make a good brisket, right, takes a lot of technical knowledge, but you still have to have the, the je ne sais quoi of what you're trying to, to, to cook. So that's what, I, that's what I'm very passionate about. Spoken like someone who is a true teacher at heart. Yes, I love to teach. I teach for Stanford Continuing Studies. I've been doing that for several, more, more than enough for like 10 years. And I love that part of like trying to help people understand that. And that's what's so exciting about marketing these days. Like I'm old enough to remember marketing when it was super sad. And it was just like, we just had like the yellow pages, right? And we just had like, you know, print magazines. And then it was really an easy job. You just slapped your stuff in the magazines and that was it. And now marketing has become a very technical skill. You have to know a lot of technical things to be a good digital marketer. So it's really played into people it's much more like cooking. You have to know a lot of technical things to be good at it. And, and that's, that's what's changed over the last like 20 years of marketing. Yeah. Could you tell us your journey of becoming an expert at personal branding? Yeah. So I have a kind of an interesting journey. So, so fun fact, you know, hey, taxpayers, uh, I didn't have a real job till I was 30, right? So the, the federal government, paid for my education at Berkeley. Uh, I have a PhD. I was at Berkeley for six years. I lived in Europe for two of those years. Uh, I was really interested in economic policy. So I wrote my dissertation on economic policy in Eastern Europe. So it was very kind of esoteric and weird. And I, wow, just had a great time, right? We were just sucking off the government. I was going to Europe. I was living on the government, <laughs> no debt, debt-free. Living in Berkeley was awesome. And then... When I turned 30, that was when like communism fell apart, the grants dried up. It's like, oh my God, I have to get a real job, right? That was like my, my life-changing moment was like, oh my God, I have to produce something. So uh, if you live in the Bay Area, this was like 94, 93, what do you do? You end up working in technology. 
And I'd always have a, a lot of interest in computers and databases and knowledge. And so I started working in media company. I worked at a media company in 94. Um, and that was the that was when Al Gore and I were inventing the internet, basically, at that point in time. We were very busy. You know, Bill was off doing other things, Bill Clinton, but Al Gore and I were hard at work getting the internet going. Uh, and I'll never forget the first time I saw the internet. We were at, a, at this media company and the guy was trying to show us on CDs. Uh, we were working for Intel and Motorola and AMD at the time. And he, he had forgotten a CD at his office. And we had one computer in the office that was connected to Telnet, right? And he went onto the computer and he Telnetted from our office in San Jose to his office, I think it was like in Menlo Park. And it was like one of these like wow moments where it was like, this guy is connected to a computer at another location. And I was like, wow, this is the future of publishing. This is the future of the media. This is the future of internet. And that's how I got started. I, um, I had started an email newsletter for design engineers. That's how I got started in the whole internet thing. And this was in like 94, 95. And so then that became a web portal that got me into SEO, which is how do you manipulate, you know, Google at that time, it's not just Google, Google, Lycos, AltaVista, all these kind of things to get to the top of those. And that in my, all the skills I had learned in my academic life were really useful for that, about how knowledge works, how databases work, how computers work, all that kind of fun stuff. So that's how I kind of got started into um, technology marketing. And then, you know, how life works. And then around about 2008, that's when I sort of realized, oh, didn't realize, I mean, I, I, I'm good at teaching, I'm good at explaining things. And I had a connection of a connection who worked, who was from Harvard, who said, you should teach a class in this. And I started teaching a class in SEO in San Francisco. And then I was like, oh, I really like this. This is really good for me. I, I like, I enjoy it. I enjoy doing this with other people. And then between that and there, I then ended up working at, for Stanford, doing their stuff, and then book publishing and social and all that stuff. All. So I had these like little pivot points in my career. Um, I'm one of those persons who I think my career makes sense, but it only makes sense to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it makes sense so, in hindsight looking back. How yeah, in hindsight looking back, I've always been fascinated with ideas and knowledge and why things become popular and why things don't become popular. And, you know, the internet is, you know, all of that on steroids, right? Okay. Uh, so that's kind of my, my weird take on it. Can you share with us the biggest home run that you've hit in your career? Yeah, so the home, the thing that has really been not just a home run, but just sort of really out of the blue is the ability to publish books on Amazon. So I, I was telling you before we got started, uh, so I had a CPA and I had the, my first SEO book, which I put up because I was teaching a class at Stanford. And I thought, oh, this would be good. I already have the materials, just write it in a book form. And that book started to generate, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a year in royalty revenue. And the um, account was like, wow, these are really good for you. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and the other thing I think is so important, like for your type of audience you know, there's people who think you're born with a certain skill, like I'm born and I'm able to sing, or I'm born and I'm able to do math. I really think it's a terrible attitude. A better attitude is I want to have this skill and I'm going to learn how to do this skill. I'm going to invest in the skill. I'm going to get good at this skill. So I didn't know that much about how to publish a book on Amazon at the time, but I really dug into it, not, not just how to publish the book on Amazon, how to use Kindle and their CreateSpace, which is now 
the, the print arm of Kindle, but also like how to show on Amazon and how does Amazon work? And, and that really, really helped me um, financially and also just kind of get my name out there. So one of my secret sauces is I'm very good at nonfiction on Amazon. And I, I think that's something we could talk about further. But I think the thing that is very counterintuitive for people is I didn't have that skill set. I created that skill set by just saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn how to do this. And that's what I try to teach in my classes. It's like, you don't have to have the skill set of SEO. You have to decide you want the skill set. You know, it's kind of like in the matrix, you know, when they plug the thing in the back of their head and they're like, oh, I can now, you know, make the helicopter work. That's what, that's how you want to think about your skills in life, I think. And I'm really impassioned about that because I think it really hurts people when they think, you know, gosh, I could never do that. Well, that's just self-defeating. I'm not saying I'm going to be the best singer ever, but I could certainly be a better singer if I put my mind to it, which fortunately I'm not. Yeah. So the point there is, are we willing to pay the price, right? We've got to pick what we want to be an expert in and then pay the price. There's those people that teach us if you put in 10,000 hours at something, you know, whatever you choose to put your time into, you'll you'll become one of the world's leading experts at that. What is the biggest mistake or failure that you've made in your career? And what did you learn from it? Yeah, so I've been sued and had to declare bankruptcy for my corporation. And I think the biggest mistake I made there was sort of not getting my legal house in order at a business level. So when you start a business, you do want to think about like the way the law works, who you're in partnership with, um, you know, I pissed away a ton of money through legal fees and lit litigation in one of my businesses. And the mistake was just not understanding or thinking through like the way the legal uh, structures uh, work together. So I, I do expert witness, full disclosure, I do expert witness work in lawsuits. And, you know, boy, lawsuits can be very expensive. Yeah. So think about, I'm not saying be totally intimidated by what you do, but you do want to have some understanding you know, of the legal structures of a corporation, of trademarks, of copyright, of the relationship that you have with people in a business. Because once a lawsuit gets going, you just can just hemorrhage money and it really can hurt you. And I look back at all the money I wasted on some litigation, like, oh God, that was a waste. Yeah, I've sadly been through that same thing. Too. Right. Um, I'm going to start crying now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, here's another fun thing. So uh, Ross Perot, I ran for president for those of you who are like yeah. under 30, right? Ross Perot. So one of the things he said, which I always think kind of like solace, he says, you know, don't worry about how much milk you're spilling if you're still kind of milking the cow, right? So you're going to spill some milk as an entrepreneur. I love that quote. Don't worry about that. There's something, some sort of milking cow quote from Ross Perot. Google it. Because there will always be spillage. There will always be wasteful decisions that we made as yeah. part of the entrepreneurial journey as we're figuring it out. That's, I, I love that. That makes me feel yeah. a little better. <laughs> That's my Ross Perot. That's the only Ross Perot quote I know. And it's something to, to the effect of cows and milk and spillage. Um, all right. So what is your best monetization secret? Yeah. So my best monetization secret is sort of a, a books, a digital product, right? Which Amazon being the sort of, you know, monopolistic provider here. If you have a special kind of knowledge, right? Or you're an expert in X, like in your case, adoption, right? I'll, I'll tell you right now, you should write a book on the adoption industry, how to adopt a baby, what to do, you know, positive, negative, whatever. If you can create a digital product, which is what books are these days, 
um, you can create a passive income stream around that product. And then that gives you a whole, we can talk a lot. There's a lot of downstream benefits to publishing a book. And I'm not talking about publishing just a schlocky book that's just like for your own prestige, which a lot of people do. I'm talking about really becoming an expert in an area. And it's, it has to be something that people will look for a book on, right? Like I'm sending my uh, younger daughter to college, right? And people look for books on like financial aid and how do you get the best bang for your buck in colleges? So people look to the book market for books on that you can make a lot of money at that and it can have a lot of downstream positive benefits for your brand. So what are you an expert in? And then create a book. You could also with courses. I'm a big fan of books. I do a lot with books, but courseware is another uh, type of product. Here's the thing I'll say about courses that I think people don't understand. One of the things I've learned in business, you want to go, you want to fish where the fish are. In certain markets, like the book market, have a defined player, Amazon, where all the action is. And Amazon has made it very easy for people to publish and find books. Now, there's a lot of problems with that politically, but that's a separate issue. <laughs> the courseware has, does not have that issue. Courses are all over the map. There's Udemy, and there's Coursera, and there's MIT's course platform, and all the universities. So one of the challenges with a monetization strategy that goes through courses is there is not a definitive Amazon where people go to find courses. And that creates a lot of problems for you as a marketer. So Amazon, boom, dominates the book market. It's where people go for books. You know, hashtag, sorry, Google Play, you suck. Hashtag Apple Books, you suck. It's all Amazon. They own that market. Mm -hmm. eBay would be another example of a kind of a, of a, of a pretty good destination market. Google for search, monopolistic, et cetera. So I think, think about areas where there is a defined marketplace that you can then insert yourself. And that, that's why I'm more, I, I think books are better than courses. Okay. And, and so you leverage a platform like Amazon to, to get the, plat, the book out there and then they find your book and then it establishes your credibility and then it can lead to additional revenue streams. Thank you so much, Jason, for sharing your stories and knowledge with us today. Here's some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, we have to decide what skill set we want and then put in the time and effort to become an expert in it. Number two, one of the best skill sets we can learn as entrepreneurs is how to create digital products. Number three, books provide a passive income stream and build our credibility. Number four, Amazon is a great platform to take advantage of because it dominates the book market and makes publishing relatively easy. Number five, we should become an expert in our field and answer a question or solve a problem for our customers. Number six, if we can make our book the number one in its category, we have a high chance of success. If you've enjoyed this interview and want to learn more about Jason or connect with him, you can find him on his LinkedIn profile or his website, jasonmcdonald.org. You can also find his books on Amazon, and there's links to each of those sites on the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. Do you want to be a better digital monetizer? Then please follow these channels to receive free digital monetization content. Number one, you can get a free monetization assessment of your business or subscribe for free to the Monetization e-magazine, both at monetizationnation.com. Number two, you can subscribe to the Monetization Nation podcast or YouTube channel. And third, you can follow Monetization Nation on Instagram and Twitter. Have you published a book on Amazon? If so, what advice can you share? 
please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in your efforts to publish a book on Amazon. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.